behold, here they come. Welcome to Orcs in the Office. My name is Roy Lawrence. I am the CEO of Integral Lift Trucks. On today's episode, we talked to uh, Mr. Randy Baker, and he talks about how orcs damage businesses on a daily basis. And you guys out there listening in the podcast space need to really listen about halfway through. He talks about how math can really be your ammo against the hordes of orcs coming to take you down. And with that said, I want to welcome Mr. Randy Baker. Hello, Randy. Welcome to Orcs in the Office. This is a a podcast about where we talk about, you know, what kind of orcs come into the office place and kind of wreak havoc on things. They, They come in, they brandish their swords, and they do all sorts of little damage. So thank you, Randy, for joining us. How are you today? Well, first off, Roy, I'd love to say thank you for having me on your show. This is kind of exciting. The fact that we're talking about orcs is really interesting to me because, you know, I first came across orcs way back when I was a teenager and I was fascinated by Lord of the Rings and all the stories and Middle Earth and wizardry and that was one of the reasons I actually got into business because I saw business wizardry as something that was really fun to do. Oh, yeah. I actually got into uh, Lord of the Rings myself, and uh, that was one of the major influences to get me to actually name it Orcs in the Office. So with that being said, you know, most of the the things in a small business, we don't have giant armies to uh, stop an invasion of Orcs. So what do you do in your businesses to keep Orcs from invading and uh, taking over the realm? Taking over the realm, you know, that's that's a really great question. Um, so in my experience, I've only had just a few years, like 40 or 45 years of business experience. Um, Tree beard. Yeah, I, I've, I've discovered that orcs come in all shapes and sizes. So we've all seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy where, you know, there's the super orcs were really big, but the worker orcs were all the same. They all looked the same, the same size. In business, orcs are all different. You've got the, the big ugly ones that, that come in. They're, they're the people that won't pay their bills. They're, they're big and ugly. And then you've got the small, furry, cuddly ones. And they often find a way. They're more like gremlins than orcs, but they find their way to infiltrate a business, to get into the business, to, to become your so-called loyal employees. The modern-day orc in business has learned to disguise themselves very, very well. And then you have a totally different type of orc. These are, these are the mischievous orcs. They come in and they come in and they grab your accounting records in the middle of the night and they screw them up so that you have no idea how your business is running. So there's, there's many types of orcs. And, and as a small business owner... You really have to be careful and keep, keep aware of all these barbarians trying to break down your door and destroy your business because there's threats from without, there's some that are within. And while we don't have an army of elves with arrows to fight off the orcs, while we don't have dwarves running around with axes to chop off their heads, we do have 
something that is the most powerful tool that we can ever use, and that is math. And orcs are really bad at math. Yes, math. That is a great tool in the arsenal. That's, that's, that's as good as a thousand elves on the battlefield. So we've got you know thousands of orcs every day trying to get in over the walls, get inside the stronghold of, of our business, and kind of take control. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've had with facing orcs you mentioned in accounting with you know our defenses or, or math? What are the biggest orcs in, uh, with your employees? Well, the biggest one and the hardest one defeat to defeat is the orc that is given a role. Now, I know this sounds really funny, but when you're a small business person and you're, you're running all over the place doing everything, you're, you're the guy that makes the sales, you're the guy that does the accounting, you're the guy that, that sends the, the troops out to do the work, you're the guy that collects the money, you're the guy that does everything. And there comes a point where, as the business owner, you need to get yourself out of doing the work and into managing the business. It's a very logical step that most small business owners go through. So you sit down and you think, okay, so I need somebody to do this job. And because you've done that job in the past, you know vaguely what it needs to be. And the first thing you do is say, well, what's the title? So this is a operations director title. So then you start looking for somebody with a skill set of an operations director. And you find the person that's got that skill set and you hire them. It's a very normal process. What you've done is actually hired the biggest, ugliest orc you can find. And the reason I say that is that you've gone about the search for this person the wrong way. So what you should have done, what this small businessman should have done, was identified not the role, but the results that he expects from that person. So I always start with the results. So this person you're looking for is going to be responsible for doing A, B, C, and D, and the results for that are X, Y, and Z. Identify the results first. Then you need to identify which ones are the most important. Then you have to identify what type of person has those skill sets, not what person has the title. Then you have to identify where those people are. And it's a freaking hard thing to do. So business owners say, that is way too hard. I'm going to go and talk to an expert and have a recruiter do this job for me. The recruiter does what the business owner didn't want to do because the recruiter says, well, what's the role? What's the title? We'll go and find that person. And so you end up using an orc as your recruiter and that orc only knows other orcs to put into <laughs> your job. So very quickly, your haphazardly run but growing and stable company business becomes overrun by orcs who you thought would be able to do the job but cannot because the job was not well enough identified. The results were not well enough identified. The outcomes were not well enough identified. So you hired the wrong person. And then you've got to go around and chop off their heads with a big axe just like you were a dwarf. And that's not fun for anybody. Right. Yeah, I feel like you're picking on me, Randy. That sounds like something I just went through. 
It's something that every business goes through. So if, if you're out there, if your listeners are out there saying, hey, he's talking about me, it's true, I am talking about you. So listen up, guys, because I am talking about you, but that doesn't make you a bad business owner or a bad boss or anything like that. It just means you've not been taught how to go about identifying who to hire. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah, I appreciate your your answers. They're very insightful. I'm sure our listeners out there are gaining a lot of value from your answers. So you, you spoke upon uh, an ugly orc, the just, just the hideous thing you've ever seen. What are some of the other ugliest orcs you've seen? So we, we can start with maybe the top three ugliest orcs. Oh, the, the okay. The ugliest orc of them all is somebody who hopefully you never have to deal with, but you will have to if you're in a business, and that is a lawyer. Lawyers are by far the ugliest orcs in the in the world. And the reason for that is that lawyers are not paid to help you do a deal. They're paid to keep you safe. And so the easiest way to keep you safe and keep your business safe is to not recommend that you go through with any deal in the world. So lawyers have a habit except for a very specific type of lawyer, which are very hard to find, they have a habit of saying no to everything you want to do. And we know what happens if, uh, if you never do anything. Yeah, you never gain. Nothing happens, which is not what you want them to do. So lawyers tend to be the really ugly orcs. The second ugly orc is the, I hate to say this, and, and you folk out there who are religious, please take this in the way it's intended. But the second ugly walk is religious organizations and non-profit organizations who want your goods and services, but they want you to discount them because they want you to support whatever their cause is. Now, their cause may well be very worthwhile, but you can't, as a business person, you can't support everybody's cause. And they, these, these folk become orcs because often they won't pay. Often they can't pay. And they will use their, their charitable good works as a reason for not paying you. And you have to, they, these are insidious orcs. They truly believe what they're doing is a good thing. And they will, they will make you feel bad for not supporting them. So when dealing as a business person, when dealing with nonprofits or religious organizations, be very wary of what their intentions truly are. I'm not saying they're dishonorable people, but the expectation is that you support their cause and you can't support everybody's cause. The third worst orc is not actually a person. The third worst orc is you. The potential for you as the business manager to be the worst orc for your business is very high because business managers, business owners tend to know a lot about their product and a lot about their customer base. And so they tend to make decisions based on what they think they know, whereas all the decisions in your business should be based on facts, based on actual knowledge, not what you think and not gut feel. So... I've come across many business leaders who say, I know my product and I know my customers, I know what they think. And when I say, well, show me, they can't actually do that 
So what they're really saying is I've got a gut feel that this works. Now, a gut feel will get your business to $500 million revenue, a million dollars revenue, maybe one and a half. But there will come a point where you won't be able to go any further without having true numbers and true facts to make your decisions on. So don't let the orc of your own ego drive your business. Great. I was hoping the last, the third one you were going to say was either going to be government or taxes, but uh, I was pleasantly surprised there. We have enough time for one more question here. Are all orcs bad? Wow. What a good question. I was not expecting that. Are all orcs bad? I think I want to swing that, turn that around a little bit and, and ask a slightly different question, which is, can orcs be tamed? Can orcs be kept in some, on some reserve so that they don't go crazy? Can they, can they be manipulated into doing the right things? Can you use them the right way? Can you put chains around their necks and get them to pull the business along like a, like a heavy cart? If you've ever watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I don't think we've seen any orc become good. Now, I could be wrong there. So my answer to that is I don't really believe that orcs can be tamed, but I think, I think their energy can be channeled in better directions. But be ever vigilant because an orc's nature is that it will destroy your business. So if you allow any orcs into your business, you need to be ever vigilant that they're doing exactly what you want them to do. And I'm going to go back to something I said earlier, because the question is, how are you vigilant? Well, simple math is how you become vigilant. The beauty of math is that numbers don't lie. So if you're confident about where the numbers come from, then you can draw conclusions from what the numbers are telling you. So if you have orcs in and around your business, if you have them banging down your door or trying to break your windows or trying to get in and destroy you, look at, look at your numbers. That will tell you where the problems are and how to defeat them. Okay. That is, I love your answers. I wish we could talk further, but we're getting towards the end of our time here uh, today. And uh, I'd like to ask you a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. So I'm a, I've been in business for, as I said earlier, for about 40, 45 years. I've pretty much done everything. I, I was involved with the internet before the internet was a thing. Um, way back in the early days when everybody said nobody needs to do email. I was, um, I was, involved, in the, I was involved in the space industry before uh, Elon Musk had sold, uh, what was his business? The PayPal. Before Elon Musk sold PayPal and got in the space business, I was in the space business. In fact, I negotiated with Elon to build his very first test stand. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. I've taken a company to Wall Street. I've done everything. I've had several businesses of my own. But now I, I have a business consultancy called Hugo Devereaux LLC. And we go in to work beside business owners to help them build bigger, better, faster growing, more profitable businesses. Most of my clients are long-term, work with them for two or three years. And I'm using everything that I've learned over 45 years to do that. And it's, it's remarkable how if a business person has the will and the willingness to do the work, 
and to grow their business, it's amazing what can happen. I've seen 10 times growth, 10 times revenue growth in a few short years. It's fabulous. So, But all of these business owners and the people I work with are ready to invest in themselves, ready to invest in their business, ready to grow their business, ready to do the hard work, ready to make the hard decisions. They just need some guidance. And that's what I do. I guide them. Yeah, that's that's great, Randy. Uh, you sound like you're a great guy. You'd make a great mentor, all your business experience. Well, Roy, can I just jump in here and say, um, you know, if anybody is listening, and I, I, you know, this is a chance for me to plug myself. If anybody's listening, they've got a business in the 250 to 350-ish revenue levels, and they're looking to grow, and they want to, they want to grow fast, and they can't break out of the, the stuck place that they're in. I mean, most business owners get stuck in at that level, two hundred fifty to $500,000 of revenue. They can contact me. They can contact me at randy at iamnotfinished.com. That's one word, iamnotfinished.com, because your listeners aren't finished and neither am I. So I'm ready to help them. Shoot me an email and let's talk. Great. I believe that concludes our uh, podcast today. Thank you very much for your time. Today's podcast was really great. I really enjoyed the math portion because I utilize that in my everyday business and it really propels my business to actually make great decisions without math. You're stuck with your gut feel and that's never good because it can lie to you. So if you want to learn more about me and my business, uh, you can see my website at integrallift.com and you can uh, email Randy at randyiamnotfinished.com. Talk to you next time.